Welcome to Scientific American Mind, the magazine about thought, ideas, and brain science. You will hear five fascinating articles in this issue. You'll find out how complex animals' feelings are. You'll learn how to raise smart kids. You'll discover why men dominate the fields of science, engineering, and mathematics. And you'll see how mind-altering drugs could soon be prescribed by your psychiatrist. But we begin with our cover story, Bored? by Anna Goslin. She says researchers have a simple cure for boredom. Find focus, live in the moment, and have something to live for. In a quiet, darkened lecture room, you begin a frustrating fight against fatigue. The overhead projector hums and you cannot concentrate on the slides. You stop absorbing information and doodle mindlessly. The professor lost you eons ago. You are bored. Virtually everyone gets bored once in a while. Most of us chalk it up to a dull environment. The most common way to define boredom in Western culture is having nothing to do, says psychologist Stephen Vadonovich of the University of West Florida. And indeed, early research into the effects of boredom focused on people forced to perform monotonous tasks, such as working a factory assembly line. But boredom is not merely an inherent property of the circumstances, researchers say. Rather, this perception is subjective and rooted in aspects of consciousness. Levels of boredom vary among people. Some individuals are far less prone to ennui than others, and some, such as extroverts, are more susceptible to this feeling. Thus, a new generation of scientists is grappling with the psychological underpinnings of this most tedious of human emotions. And they've found that it is more complicated than is commonly known. Researchers say that boredom is not a unified concept but rather comes in several flavors. Levels of inattention, an aspect of conscious awareness, plays an important role in boredom, such that improving a person's ability to focus may therefore decrease ennui. Emotional factors can also contribute to boredom. People who are inept at understanding their feelings and those who become sucked in and distracted by their moods are more easily bored, for example. Staving off tedium is no mundane matter. People who are predisposed to boredom are more likely to suffer from ills such as depression and drug addiction. They also tend to be socially awkward and poor performers at school or work. Getting at the origins of boredom may lead to ways to prevent and treat such pathologies and detrimental behaviors. Monotony in the Mind Researchers have tackled the topic of boredom for nearly a century. In the early days, they deliberated on the effects of inherently tedious tasks. Inspired by the hordes of bored and badly performing workers in factories. For instance, a 1926 paper published in the British Medical Journal, psychologist A. Hudson Davies of the National Institute of Industrial Psychology in the UK reported that boredom is akin to mental fatigue and is caused by repetition and lack of interest in the minute and fragmented tasks of the production assembly line. Davies also noted individual differences in boredom susceptibility among factory workers. There are still people who are not bored by work of this kind, and people who, even on the most varied work, maintain a steadily depressed attitude to life and complain bitterly of monotony. In the late 1930s, psychologist Joseph Barmack of the City College of New York was among the first to study boredom's basis in a laboratory setting. He proposed that boredom is a sleep-like feeling, and he found that stimulants, a trio of amphetamines, ephedrine, and caffeine, reduced reports of fatigue, sleepiness.